Hi, I'm Emily. I'm Frida's mama. Hi, I'm Gia, and I'm Thor's mama. Welcome, Welcome to, to Frida, Frida and Thor. Thor. Frida and Thor were born 10 days apart in 2019, and Gia and I are both first-time moms, living in two different countries, raising bilingual children. As I navigate first-time motherhood and am attracted to less traditional approach to raising Frida, I always go to Gia with questions due to her extensive education background. Despite my master's in early childhood development, formal training, and working for many years with children, I find raising Thor provides continued learning experience, and I absolutely love it. In our Frida and Thor podcast, we share these conversations, questions, and surprises with you on a weekly basis, so hopefully you can relate, feel supported, or learn along with us. Okay, let's talk about FaceTime. Do it. Doing an outline for this, we kind of just decided it's a conversation. We want to share our stories, our kind of expectations we had going into parenthood, pre-quarantine most likely, about screen time and FaceTime and all that stuff and what actually happened, right? Yeah, yeah. We wanted to do this episode because... Emily and I have been talking about this FaceTime for quite some time now, and it's just something that we've been confused about ourselves, but also have recognized that it's a requirement right now for kind of the overall sanity of us as mamas and also to help our babies know their family. And so we just wanted to record our conversation about what this is because I'm sure there's so many people out there who are who have to do it or maybe not have to but feel like they need to because that's the only way to see family and be connected right now and are probably like we have been feeling strange about it, not knowing how to feel about it. And unfortunately, feeling quite a bit of guilt, which I think Emily and I have come to the conclusion that it just isn't necessary right now. I think I felt my first guilt because bath time is Frida's time to FaceTime with her grandmother living in California. And it just happens to work out perfectly because we're getting ready to go to bed. She's stationary. So she's not grabbing at the phone. You know, my mom is getting up. So it was perfect time for that. And they have the really beautiful relationship actually over screen like Frida pretends to splash her and my mom reacts and they tell each other stories but I did feel this pinch of guilt because bath time is such a beautiful time and I feel like I was tainting it a bit by putting all her attention I mean she still has toys and she still has soap but she's in front of the phone but as we have talked about there's so much rich engagement with that even though it is a screen she She's connecting with your mom. She's connecting with you. She's seeing how you guys are responding. There's a lot to be learned from it. And while this is sort of, I would say, uncharted territory, I think for this age range, there are a lot of positives about it. Sometimes we get wrapped up in this like kind of haze that's been laid over like, ah, it's a screen, no screen time. It's bad, 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 bad. Yes. <laughs> Their brains will become mush. <laughs> but I think we kind of have to start reframing how we think about it. And, you know, from a developmental perspective, what are they learning? What is actually happening in these interactions? And how can we make it a positive experience? And 
they're going to be in this technology world for the rest of their lives. And so I think modeling how we use it in a positive way, I think that's the best we can do right now. Not to mention, give ourselves a little bit of, what's the right word, grace. <laughs> it helps me, honestly, like, because I, I, I'm in the bath with Frida, which is kind of weird, but my mom is, <laughs> it works for me and my mom. <laughs> It's the family. You're a family. It's the family. Yeah. We're not shy. You know, where I'm like, Hey, can you talk to her while I dry off and get dressed so I can get her out? And I'm right there, of course. And I'm watching, but I feel like if my mom was not there, essentially babysitting over the phone, she would be trying to get out or reaching for me. And instead she's laughing and playing with her and oh, it's so much easier. I need it for me. And honestly, I would be very sad. I don't know when I'm going to get to see my family again. You know, it's already been so long. So to be able to talk to my mom on a daily basis is so beautiful. And the days that we do miss a bath because we're busy or something comes up, it's hard. And I mm -hmm. need this for me. And I'm sure Frida is getting some benefits as well. Well, and it's clear from those interactions where, you know, your mom is able to keep her engaged. She's built some trust through the phone through FaceTime. And that is something that is just huge. That's huge. For me personally, the way that I look at it is I want him to know our family. Family is extremely important to me. I have to talk to a family member. It could be anybody every day. Otherwise I start to lose it. <laughs> That's just me and who I am. It keeps me centered. You're also isolated, even though you're not outside of the country, you're in a different state than your family. Correct. Yes. So we are in a different state. We are decently far from the closest family member. So being able to have that FaceTime throughout the day, <laughs> you know, kind of brings me that reality of the world is still, still turning and... <laughs> kind of what's happening on the outside of these walls and while we go something's outside happening. Wall, yes yeah I have definitely had those days where I'm like oh my goodness what did we actually do today okay I know I I called my family a lot and we spoke on FaceTime a lot I kind of feel like that's all I can remember and you have days with this when you have you know a, a child who's under a year where you just kind of say okay we had this whole day what happened <laughs> What did we do? And then those are the days particularly where I feel really guilty. Where I'm like, oh gosh, okay, that's all I can remember. And then I start focusing in on it. I'm like, oh, I'm not spending enough quality time. But looking back on it and talking with you, Emily, about it has been very helpful because it helps reframe. It's like, okay, well, actually, that was really important because he was able to see me and how talking with family helped me regulate. That's an important thing for him to see. And he made connections with his family. So it's all going to be okay. <laughs> you survived. That is yeah. the goal. Yeah. People would ask me, what are your plans for today? And I say, keeping Frida alive. That's my plan for today. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a certain time when you speak on the phone with or FaceTime with or and your family? Do you have a mm -hmm. schedule? Like my yeah, friends, it comes, yours. 
Yeah, it kind of developed um, more recently into something more consistent. Sometime around 7 a.m., we would, <laughs> my, my poor parents. <laughs> Your poor parents, oh my gosh. <laughs> Fortunately, they're early birds <laughs> also. We would call them and, you know, there were days when that just didn't work out for various reasons, but it was something that having no family around or no support, I mean, essentially, because primarily of COVID being just us, that having that to look forward to in the morning when sometimes he'd be waking up at five, sometimes 4.30, you know, his sleep routine has evolved over time, but there were definitely those early days and having that to look forward to helped me get through that morning. (laughs) Absolutely. When I became a mom, nothing else mattered matters except for my child and everything else kind of just seems less important but let's not forget how important our parents were and how they were once us taking care of us and (laughs) once mothers and fathers taking care of us and like it must be so exciting even if they have to wake up at the butt crack of dawn to say (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to answer the phone. I'm sure they look forward to it just as my mother looks forward to it. And and I would be able to like finish a cup of coffee <laughs> and then we could, you know, get on with the rest of the day. The other day I had Frida speaking with my mom, just called her randomly and she was up and I was like, I have to hang up the laundry. Let me know if she tries to get down. And so she was talking with her and she's like, okay, she's trying to get down now. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Yeah. The other really cool thing that I have found from this is that it's a completely different perspective. They're not actually in your environment, but they're seeing this through a lens, literally. (laughs) And they're watching him do these things. They would oftentimes point out things that he's doing. I'm like, oh yeah, I watch him all the time, but that's really cool that you saw that because Mm -hmm. I I hadn't noticed that thing before whatever it was and so personally and professionally reflection is a huge tool that I use on a daily basis for almost everything I do (laughs) professionally and developmentally that's a huge very good tool to use and so having that extra set of eyes of oh yeah he's you know ready for that I was able to like plan things for him to kind of challenge his skills that was a huge positive that came out of it that I didn't expect (laughs) A win-win for you yeah and Thor mm-hmm. I know that we wanted to talk about also kind of what our expectations before all this COVID um, and quarantine happened and my husband and I talked a lot about it before probably even before we were pregnant <laughs> just because it's one of those things where you're like wow this is a world that we didn't grow up in how do we navigate this that that's probably an unknown and unique to every family we talked a lot about how you know we would really want to limit it and you know try really hard to to follow those guidelines of unengaged or unsupervised time in front of a screen before two and we were ready to follow that but then COVID happened (laughs) and everything kind of went out the window yeah now I wanted to ask you um the negative effects I have seen which Mm -hmm. was Jason uh Frida's father had to leave for a week to do a shoot and so I was by myself and so I would call him and it was really cute because they would like answer the phone and you know someone would always have his phone since he was shooting so they would always answer like your dad's up here look check this out he's about to jump on this and she would just she was so happy just holding it and saying hi and you know she would she would grab the phone and say dada 
But after this started, after this happened, she gained this huge attachment to my phone, any phone, like my phone, Jason's phone, any other person's phone, even after he's come home, it's still continued where if we bring our phone out, she wants it. And she wants me out of the room and she doesn't want me to take it away. And she just wants to hold it. And so I don't know what happened. And to be honest, like, I don't really know what to do about it. And really we're just limiting our phone time. You know, we say, Hey, like if we need to use our phone, we go somewhere else. And we, it only comes out if we're calling say my mom or, you know, someone. So what are Mm -hmm. your thoughts on that? Because I do feel like it is an unhealthy reaction. Yeah. Well, it's tricky. So, and very inconvenient for me, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) I certainly am no expert in the, you know, that kind of like technology psychological aspect of it. But just from kind of like an early developmental point, my best advice is it's just kind of like anything else that you set limits on and boundaries. It just has to be very consistent. And, you know, I I did learn a little bit about because when I was starting to panic about this whole screen time thing, I did do a little bit of digging and I did learn about how, you know, screen time for the entire population has skyrocketed. Experts are saying it's it's okay because it's kind of how we're surviving right now. However, when you need to put a limit on it, as parents, we just have to recognize that those behaviors will come out, but it's up to us with the kind of executive functioning that we have as adults that is lacking in younger humans. We kind of have to help them set that limit and the boundary. And those types of behaviors that come from that, learning those boundaries, those are normal and they're going to happen, but over time, they will go away. At this moment in time where she is now able to communicate with you what she would like and is able to assert, you know, a little bit of her independence and her will. And so that's kind of what's happening. And also that she was missing her dad and, you know, that's okay. And I think it's actually really great that she was able to convey that through this communication with you, that she was wanting to talk to him and wanting to speak with him and missing him. And that's kind of how she remembered him. And I think the only other piece of advice that I would have is to maybe have some pictures out of him um, that you can cover in like clear tape if you don't want them to to get drooled on or whatever. To have some pictures out of him next time he goes in a place that she can go to. And I don't know if there's something that they do together that really reminds her of him. Like the first thing that came to my head was the helmet on the bicycle because I know that they go out on their bike a lot together and she can kind of sit with that or a book that they read together all the time but having something that helps her think of him and she can communicate to you that she's missing him that will kind of cue to you what she's needing at that moment and you can even though you're not Jason you can help fill that need a little bit I guess to towards the behaviors they're totally normal just set the boundaries that you need you know you can call him but then otherwise the phone is away and that's just the way it is 
um, we have experienced a similar similar thing where he sees a phone and he wants it and he'll take it and he knows how to turn the camera on and he'll <laughs> have it and walk around with it. <laughs> and, you know, we similarly are trying our best to not have the phone out, but there are times when you have to. And so it's just kind of repetition of those boundaries of those limits. It's like, okay, you know, it's going to go away now and we'll do something else. We'll do something different. I know it's hard to, to have something taken away. You know, you can always narrate those kind of feelings and validate them. Like, I know this is not the most fun to not get something that you want, but this is how it is. So all normal things, all kind of tricky to navigate, but they relate to anything that we set boundaries to, which steers the same path. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with a bit of a detox as well. I was thinking, yeah, that's a good idea with printing out some photos of Jason and I and just having them for her to communicate with. I'm thinking, yeah, and then if she points to it, we can play some videos of his. <laughs> More screen time. But but when he is gone, because he is going to be gone again at the end of this month, next month for a week, you know, mm -hmm. if she goes and points to his face, then I can put on a YouTube video of him and I'm sure she'll be quite happy. Yeah. We also have to remember too that the way that you and the way that I have been using screen time is not passive. It's very active. True, true. Because this is actually more like FaceTime. It's not just screen time. Yeah. I wonder, should we talk about a little bit about screen time or should we just keep it at FaceTime? At this point, you know, he has, he has watched some cartoons at some points because we've just needed to do things. But almost every time he's doing that, it's active. Somebody is with him talking about what's happening on the screen, you know, engaging more learning. So I think at this point, I don't personally plan to kind of just have a, a passive thing. Although, you know, the TV is on sometimes but when it's on we're we're playing we're not necessarily just sitting and watching it with him sometimes i really wish frida would just curl up with me and watch a movie or three yeah <laughs> i know i know but they're just their attention spans aren't quite there yet and then that's okay you know there is a reason why <laughs> why that guideline is out there and partially it's because they're just not ready for it at this point i don't feel like like we need to get into that because it's not we're not quite there yet yeah but you know i also want to say that if you have had to do that because you have needed to get some through something during the day please don't be hard on yourself for it <laughs> please don't <laughs> We don't have a TV in our apartment and that is not a flex because we just consume it in different ways on our laptops and phones. Yeah. And we also have a projector as well. But there is a TV downstairs, but I'm usually watching Netflix or YouTube if I am on there. And I do enjoy playing videos for Frida, especially music of people singing, like real people singing and dancing. And we do have three videos that we play at night, which is Stay Awake by Mary, the Mary Poppins clip video mm -hmm. uh, somewhere over the rainbow from wizard of oz mm -hmm. and baby of mine from dumbo and yeah just these are soft sweet songs and i only play those and sometimes i do think she does have the phone before when every time she saw the phone and she wanted it 
she could signal that to me like hey hey play the songs you know and it's just something when she was like chilling but she wasn't quite ready to fall asleep yet I really enjoyed that I think the overarching cool thing about that is that she's telling you that she's tired and that she wants that special time with you because I'm sure that when you are listening to those things and watching those things she's feeling from you a very powerful sense of comfort major cuddle mode yes yeah so that's okay well I think that's I mean yeah I think even if I put as much as I want to put on a movie for Frida I would love for her to zone out and watch it I know she won't (laughs) whether it's on my phone or on the television and if someone of you guys listening if that happens I envy you and don't feel bad But I'd also love to hear what other people think. Like, what is their, you know, screen time, their bath time? What, you know, when does it work out for you? Yeah. Yeah. What's your, I'm kind of curious too, to know how people have been using technology for their babies. Um, I know you guys know a while ago, I was trying to help Thor get some different exposure to walking. (laughs) So I used, I used that in that way, but I'm very curious to know, I wish I could do like a huge poll of like, what does your screen time for your baby look like during the day? And how much do you FaceTime and what, you know, what are you using it for? And we're just kind of evolving. No, I'm definitely putting on some dance tutorials. (laughs) That's great indoor movement and, you know, fun it's 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 going to my screen time is going to increase with winter I think that's that's really started off so maybe we'll do it again winter screen time in COVID yeah still think the word here though like the key key phrase with all of this screen time is active watching rather than passive watching I that's true yeah through our conversations, that's kind of been our guiding light in a way. I like that. I like that. Yeah. It's like, it's, you know, try to get it as active and engaged as possible. And there's so much cool stuff out there mm-hmm. to, to do that. Awesome. Well, thank you, Gia, as always for sharing. I'm going to yeah. totally drop my bath time, screen time guilt. I'm, I'm over it. <laughs> yeah, please not the least thing to be worried about right now. I think Frida's learned so much from that and and gotten to know her. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening.